welcome to Real Estate 360, the podcast. And wherever you're consuming this content, whether you're listening to it on your walk or in your car, uh, at work, or whether you're watching it on YouTube, welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you for taking the time to listen to this. Today is the third and final installment of the Subject 2 training that I did in our Facebook group. The Facebook group is a free group. Uh, it's called the Real Estate Accelerators Group. It's all about real estate. And every Sunday, I hold what's called Sunday School, which is where I train uh, my students and people that are in the group, which, uh, you know, again, it consists of, of whoever wants to be there. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. You can come in there, uh, ask questions live, get answers live, and, and really just kind of go through it because that's what we need to be doing. We need to be answering your questions. There's a lot to be uh, 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 consumed, and I want to make sure that I'm one of the people that you can gather this information from. So I'm not going to hold you. This is the third part. If you haven't seen the the first two, make sure you check them out. They're the two previous podcasts. I'll, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll put a link somewhere in each one of these videos so that you can see the third one, or excuse me, the first and the second one. My bad. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Part three, coming right now. But stay away from for sale by owners. I wanna say that again, I wanna get back to that and tell you why that's so important because so many people will say, you know, go there, you know, forsalebyowner.com or go to Zillow because they're all there. That is true. Why are they there? Why do people, why most people uh, choose to do subject twos. Well, they, they're doing the subject twos. I mean, excuse me, not subject twos, for sale by owners because they don't want to pay an agent. They don't want to pay an expert to sell their home for them. They think it's pointless, right? Especially when the market is great like it's been. It's pointless. Like, why would I give away 6% plus, plus, plus? And when I say plus, 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 you know, uh, a buyer wants, you know, seller contributions to closing. That can be 2%, sometimes 3%. I'd say anywhere between one and three, but two is a good place to go. Sometimes they want them to pay for other fees. Sometimes they want them to pay for the inspection, right? But let's just call it 8%. It's going to cost them 8%. You know, if they've got a million dollar house, which depending on where you are in California, pretty much everywhere, <laughs> but you know, just to keep the math simple, let's say, let's say it's a half a million dollar house. 8% of that is a lot of money. Okay. It's $40,000. And so they say, well, that's $40,000 is almost 10% of what we're getting for the house. I, I don't want to do that. We could sell it for ourselves. The market's hot. We'll just do it that way. And they never get them sold. You know, they never get them sold. Why don't they get them sold? Because they're probably asking too much. They're probably unwilling to do any seller contributions. They're probably in, in such a situation mentally where they're pinching dollars and, you know, pinching pennies, excuse me, and losing dollars. And so it's been for sale forever. They really don't have any pain, right? They don't have any motivation to really sell it. And they're, they're trying to get as much out of it as they possibly can. Now, one might argue, hey, well, you know, as the market comes down, these people might be a little more open. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But from my experience, 
I, you know, they're just, it's just an area that I would prefer to stay away from. And I kind of caution people to stay away from them as well, because there's really, really no, uh, you're going to, you're going to spend a lot of time doing that. I mean, you're going to spend a ton of time doing that. Okay. A lot of time. So I want to get back into, you know, what, what I think is an easy way, uh, an easy point of entry for a lot of you. Uh, to get involved with subject to or find the deals finding the deals you know is what to say to agents what are you going to say to an agent because I, mean, I know we've talked a little bit about that but you have to know what to say to an agent when you call them um listen uh, robert g allen you know got famous from doing this particular strategy robert g allen got famous for getting a roll of quarters and calling real estate agency the phone book right and i want to make sure that i stress to you when you're talking to real estate agents what you want to do is you want to talk to the listing agent so you have to call agents and talk to them and or if you have a friend that is a real estate agent you can ask them to give you listings in the with the criteria that you need because that listing is going to have the the agent's information on it and so if they give you those listings you can go ahead and take that and go um, yourself and call those listing agents for those properties that look like they might be in, in a bad situation. But when you're talking to them, you know, let, let me just go back here. Say, so uh, the first one is explain who you are and what you do. So what does that look like? What are you explaining? Yeah, my name is Jason Miles and I work with realtors and wholesalers and uh, um, real estate investors alike. But we work together to help people that are in, you know, distressed situations. Maybe, you know, they need to sell their house and we do cash offers, but we also do creative financing opportunities. What do you know what cash offers are, but what are creative financing opportunities? Creative financing opportunities, Mr. and Mrs. Agent, are for people that can't sell their property for one, for one reason or another. Maybe they don't have a lot of equity. Maybe they're going into pre-foreclosure pre or they're going into foreclosure and they're running out of time. And maybe you represent some of those people and you're not getting the traction that you need in the time that you need. We come in with creative financing solutions to save that person. Basically, we take over the loan and we catch it up if it's behind, which helps their credit rating and all these great things. So we work with people in any given situation. If they if they need, there's no equity, that's fine. Maybe they're asking for a certain price simply because they have to, for whatever reason. They can't go below a certain number. But if they're willing to do this, we can save the situation and go from there. And then they're going to have a ton of questions for you. And you're going to have to be able to rattle the answers off, right? But we'll go through a lot of what that looks like over time. But you have to explain who you are and what it is you do. And when you're talking to them and you tell them, look, I'm looking at a listing here that you've had for the last 93 days. Can you tell me a little bit about the property? Can you tell me a little bit about what the people are going through? Can you tell me a little bit about the pricing? And then let them talk. Because you don't want to over talk. You want to listen to what people have to say. People like it when you listen. You don't want to be the biggest brain in the room. Okay. You want to be able to listen to them because if you spend the time listening to them, they'll tell you what the situation is. You just have to know the right questions to answer. And that's why we're here. Okay. Uh, so in the going back there, 
That's the first thing you do, and you're gonna ask them again if they represent any sellers who may entertain a creative financing structure. Make sure you get their, uh, their listings, right? So the agent, you want that agent's listing. I'm, I just wanna reiterate that, and that's what that means when they say make sure you get their listing. It's their listings. You might be, like we have a network of probably 20 or so, agents that we talk to on a regular basis right there are some satellite agents we work with but on a regular basis it's probably 20 agents that have listed properties that'll reach out and say hey this is a situation hey this is a situation or we have one of our agents in our office has a situation that they need help getting out of do you mind having a conversation with them absolutely absolutely okay and the referral that we give them is always, you know, about, we give a $500 referral fee, right? And for a lot of agents, depends on the agent, that's nothing, but you know, they're giving you business. You gotta give them something. You gotta give them something. And so that's what we do, right? That's what we do here. So, all right. So you ask them for their listings, listings, excuse me. Also, <clears throat> excuse me, ask them for listings that have been on the market for more than 60 days. Right, so that number can shift from time to time. Uh, you'll find, but you'll find a lot of motivation there. You'll find a lot of motivate, motivated people there. After 60, you know, 70 days on market, they're anxious. They've probably already dropped the price once or twice, and there's a reason that that property is not selling. If it's been on the market 60, 70, 90 days, there's a reason it's not selling, and it's always again because of price. When you walk in there, they're gonna say, well. The floor is messed up. You know, there's a foundation problem on the roof. Yeah, the, okay, fine. There are some physical things that are needed, but again, the price is too high based on what's needed. They're asking too much money for the house. It's always price. So you go in and you assess it. We go in in that particular situation and say, listen, we, we'd love to give you a cash offer on this property. We know you're asking $300,000, but you know, for us to buy this house and fix all the things that are wrong with it, I, I understand that there were previous uh, home inspections and this, 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 and that are wrong or, or, you know, need to be repaired. I'm seeing that for myself. But once I fix these things, it's going to also require me to come in and do these other things. I'm going to have to put appliances in here. You know, all this matters. So 300000 isn't a realistic number. For us, that number is going to have to be, you know, closer to, you know, maybe 180. You know, I mean, I'm exaggerating here if they're asking for 300,000, but you know, but that could be the case. You just never know. I mean, maybe those renovations are 20 to $30,000. That's enough for people to walk away. You know, if that's the case and we're an investor on a, if we're buying it from an investor wholesale perspective, again, we're going to look at that at 70%, right? 70% of 300,000 is 210,000 minus renovation costs, right? That's 190,000. So that's close to the 180. And I'll tell them that this is the cash offer we, we can give you, but we can get a little bit closer to that 300,000 if we can do some creative financing. You know, I can get you the money that, that you can be happy with. If you can't take the cash offer, I can get you the money that you can be happy with provided we can work out the terms. And that's the conversation, right? Once the, again, once the, once they've been on the market for, 60 days or more and they've reduced the price a time or two 
you know, they're, they're going to want to do a little something different. They're going to want to do something different. Okay. Now, once you have an offer ready to go, start negotiating with the agent on their 3% commission. This is what we talked about before, you know, get them to take a fee instead of the commission as they weren't, uh, excuse my bad spelling there, uh, as they weren't going to get the deal sold in the first place, right? They were losing the deal. They were losing the deal. Okay. So agents, if we have any agents listening here, you know, chime in and tell me how you feel about that. I know you don't like it. I know you don't like it. You want your 3%. You've been hanging in there for five months, almost six months, but you're at the door now. And isn't, isn't it better to get something than nothing? Right? Isn't it better to satisfy that seller so that they can recommend you that, that, that you brought them something that worked for them? I think it works. I think it plays well. I think it plays well for you. I think it plays well for, for, for me. I think it plays well for the seller. I think all of that is important. I think all of that is what's going to help you win in this, in this particular scenario. I, I, it's not even that I think it, I know it. I know it's going to help you win without a doubt. Right? So I know we're getting close to our hour and a half. Let me get to the, to the, to the last one here is how to negotiate your subject to, right? So when you're having these conversations, one of the most important things, uh, I want to, I want to tell you is you want to be on the phone with, let me, let me, let me stress this. Let me let me, you got to look at me. You have to be on the phone negotiating with the seller. You cannot rely on the agent to do it. You're going to know more, generally speaking, than the agent. Agents don't do subject to deals. And the ones that do are few and far between. Okay. You got to, you got to love them. You got to appreciate and respect the ones that do. But until you find them, even when you do find them, because it gives you leverage when you're on the phone with them. And we'll kind of go over that in a little while. Well, maybe another time because I don't want to keep you forever. But it gives you leverage when you're on the phone with them because ultimately you're the person. You're the one. You're the one that they're going to do the deal with, right? You're the one negotiating. Even if you're assigning it to someone else, you're the one. You are the authority. You. You. They're signing the, the agreement with you. No one else. Right? So knowing that to be the case, you've got to make sure that you put yourself in that situation. Now, when you're negotiating with these agents, or, or excuse me, when you're having the negotiations with the, with the sellers, be, cur uh, be courteous, introduce yourself, get as much information about the property and the seller as possible, including their needs, expectations, and pain points. What does that mean, Mr. Miles? What does that mean? Okay. Well, be courteous is, you know, hey, is this, is this Sam? Hey, Sam, I was speaking to your agent, agent, you know, Jillian, and she told me that you would be willing to entertain, you know, this deal, but bring me up to speed because I, I, I don't have all the notes and of all the conversations that you've already had. Bring me up to speed as to what you guys have talked about so that I can, then I can just kind of dive into it. And they're going to tell you about the conversations they had with the agent. They're going to tell you about any offers they had. They're going to tell you about, you know, just everything, everything going on with the property. They're going to talk to you. Okay. They're going to talk to you. And when you need to jump in there and ask something, you can, Hey, you know, okay. So great. Jillian told you about such and such, you know, 
can you tell me a little bit more about the property? Because I haven't seen it yet, and I've only seen a couple pictures. I mean, what, what what's it like? You know, what it is, does it leak anywhere? How's the roof? What are the windows like? Is there a basement? You know, crawl space? You know, tell me about the imperfections. And you say it nicely like that. You know, tell me about the imperfections. Because it's not a matter of you know, how bad is the house. Tell me about the imperfections. Okay, Paul. Paul has a question. I know you sent this information over on this. Uh, do we have a packet which goes over these questions? Uh, yeah. So, you know, there, the, the, the packet is the role play, right? Because as I said earlier, you know, when we, I can write a script and I've got some scripts, but the thing is every situation is different. It's almost impossible for me to, I mean, I, I, I have the scripts and I can send them over and I will send them over, but I wanted, I wanted you to have, um, you know, what it is you need to do because the role playing is going to be the better part. That's why we do those weekly group sessions and have these meetings and so on and so forth, because it's, it's only through that action that it really is going to make sense to you. It's getting on the phone with people and experiencing these different scenarios, these different situations. It's only through that, that, that you're really going to start feeling it. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's always different. It's a, it's always different. It's always different. Okay. So it's just tough. So, but when you get on the phone, these are the kind of things you say. And when there's some, someone that's in front of you, excuse me. And when I say in front of you, like if you're dealing with an agent or something like that, or if you got it from a wholesaler or you've got your cold callers doing their thing, uh, you, you, when you've got someone in front of you, it's really easy to come back in and, and cause they're going to introduce you. So it's like a warm, a warm introduction, which makes things really, really easy. And then you just go in, like I said, Hey, Sam, Hey, this is Jason miles. I know you spoke with Julian or, or whatever, Julia, your agent. Um, and so, it's very nice to meet you. How's everything going? You know, all the niceties. So, okay, listen, I don't have all the notes in front of me because I know you guys have had a lot of conversations about this. Can you bring me up to speed about the things that you've spoken about? By doing that, by laying it back into their hands, you can see where they are mentally. It's all about sizing people up. I mean, you're selling. You have to know what their, their pain points are, what their needs are. What are they expecting out of this situation? And you have to be able to offer that, these opportunities to them so that they can move forward, okay? So, so that's the first thing right there. And the next, excuse me, is repeat points of what they say so that they know that they're being heard. So again, this is, I hate to call it a sales tactic, but it's just being a human, right? So when they say something, and you say, oh, okay, all right, so you're, you're married. They just told you they were married. Oh, okay, well, we really, do we need to get your wife, you know, on the line? You know, maybe this isn't the last call that we have, but, you know, can, let's get over some, let's talk about some things. Oh, okay, yeah, you raised your family in this. Now, they told you this, and you're just repeating it and repeating it. But they know they're being heard. They know that you're hearing them, and you, you're doing that, and you're jotting down over here on your notepad what's going on in their life, you know? Why, why are you selling? You're downsizing? Your job move? Just sick and tired of the house? It's just time to do something else? You know, what's, what is their motivation? And then, you know, you ask, you start talking about their expectation. It goes right into it, right? And so by repeating those things, 
as they're saying them, not, not cutting them off, just, you know, in the pause, be like, oh, okay, that's great. Okay, so you're saying, okay, so what I heard was, you, you know, by just doing that, that's letting them know that they've been heard, you know? And then, so we'll get back, and then you're gonna go on to let them know that you buy as is. You'll be able to save them thousands of dollars, even if it's currently listed, right? So if the house needs work, if the house is currently listed, in their mind, if it's listed, they've already agreed to pay upwards of 8%, right? Because they know they're going to have to pay 3% to this agent, 3% to that agent, and maybe another 2% in seller contributions to closing. They've already agreed to that. So by them having this conversation with you, you have saved them at least 6%. You're getting rid of one of the agents. You don't need any seller contributions and you're gonna negotiate while well, you're really actually saving them the whole 8% because you're letting them know we've negotiated with your agent and we're going to pay them so you don't have to. That's leverage for you. You're offering value before you've even gotten into what you're gonna offer them for price. I mean, how magical is that? I mean, that, but that's real. That's what it is you do. That's what you're gonna be doing. You're saving them money so it can turn into profit on your side of the equation. It's as simple as that, right? So that's what you're going to let them know. You're going to ask them, you know, what their cash as is number is. You know, what do they need right now? And explain that you'll pay all closing costs, no inspections, and that you can close quick, right? So those things, again, are extremely important, right? What What is it that you have to walk away with on this deal? What is a number that like your bottom number that you can live with. Now, I get asked that question all the time and I, you know, I have the same answer. I said, listen, I can't negotiate with myself, but I'm coming from a different place, right? <laughs> We're talking to people that are, you know, generally speaking, needing to sell. You know, they need to move on. So that's not a question there. You know, they're not going to come back with that kind of a response. Their response is going to be more like, Mm, you know, they're going to think about it for a second, you know, and again, if they're asking for 300, they might say, look, I, I can't take any less than 275. I, I just, I can't, I know the house needs some, a, a few things and I know that you're going to get it there, but I can't take the, I can't sell it for less than 275. And then my question to them would be this. Okay. I understand that now in that 275 are, are, from that 275, are you still paying your agents? Are you still paying that 8%? Because sometimes they, you know, that's just in their mind. They're in their mind. They're like, okay, it's going to cost me $25,000 to sell this. And so their number really may be two fifty. And so once you figure that out, again, you're getting more negotiating power. You're asking for information. And what are you doing while they're telling you this? You're writing it down. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, Mr. Smith. Mm -hmm. $25,000? Okay. Mm -hmm. But that's what you're doing. You're gathering information to make the best deal possible. Okay. That's what you're doing. All right. All right. So, and then the last one here is, uh, use the as is price as a takeaway, meaning you can pay them more money using creative financing. They get a higher price. And that's the scenario that I spoke about just a little while ago. The scenario meaning, okay, I know you want 300, but based on the way we have things set up, you know, I can only offer you 190 or 180, but I can probably pay you 250, 270 
if we can do terms, okay? But when you use the as is price, when you hit them with that and they're like, oh no, I can't do that. I, there's no way I can't do, I can't do that. Can't do that at all. But when you hit them with the as is price, they come back and they say, all right, all right, that, that 250 or whatever number is closer to where we need to be. I really like to be there. You know, what does that look like? And now you start the education process with them as it relates to how they can actually make money or how you're going to pay them, I should say, on this subject to uh, strategy, how it's going to play out for them based on their needs, right? And remember, there will be some educating of the seller. You have to know that. So as you learn more, you'll do more. And until then, you know, you've got someone like me here that's willing to get on the phone with you and the agent and or seller and put this thing together. You have to build trust. And it may not just be in one phone call. I want to make sure that you understand that as well. This could be a series of telephone calls. It could be, you know, two, three, four, five calls before you get a yes or a no. It could be months of negotiation, right? You, you may have talked to them at a time where they just haven't determined exactly what it is they're going to do or how they're going to do it yet, right? So they may need to still come down from space a little bit. You just, you just never know, but you always want to be a, a constant. You always want to be there. You always want to follow up. You know, we follow up. If, if, I'm, if we're having a hot conversation right now, you know, I'll, if I talk to you today, I'm going to reach out to you Wednesday. Hey, how's everything going? I just wanted to reach back out now, but I'm going to try to set that time up while we're on the phone today. And if they said they're going to call me back Tuesday or Wednesday, I might not press them on Wednesday, but I will call them Thursday because I didn't get the call on Wednesday. And I'm going to have that conversation and we'll just keep that going. And then once they say to me, if they say something like, well, you know, we're just going to see what's going on in the market right now. I'll follow up with them in a week or maybe two weeks and see where they are. If they have an agent and I'm in communication with that agent, that's who I'll be following up with. But it's important for us to, to consistently follow up and make these calls and make these offers and be out there. And it all starts by you getting on the telephone getting on the phone, getting on the phone with agents, calling up your friends, your family members that might be real estate agents in the state that you're in, getting them to give you the lists of what it is you're doing. Ask them what, what listings do you have? You know, see if you can offer something to them as well. And you just start to build rapport with all these people. That's how this goes. That's how this goes. This is how you start. Now I know uh, we've gone a little bit over, uh, but there's a lot to 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 unbox when you're talking about subject twos. I mean, it's even though we've just spent an hour together and I've given you everything, I tried to condense this into an hour and a half the best way that I could possibly do it, right? Uh, but if you have questions, I want you to ask them. Ask them now. Ask them later. I'm going to be following up with this. Again, this will be here for you know a couple of days, so you'll be able to re-watch it or share it with people that are in the group and tell them to re-watch it. Uh, if you want to have some of the training in the, uh, uh, let's make this happen. You know this, brother. Uh, in the description, I've got, um, you know, a link in there for our group training. You know, you don't, you can take it. You don't have to take it. It doesn't matter. I'm going to also put it in the uh, in the uh, comment sections here. You know, it's $98 a month, $98 down, $98 a month. We do a live uh, call every single week 
you're in the Facebook group, you're dealing with us there, uh, you're going to have access to the entirety of my education, digital education portfolio and the community, not just the Facebook community, but the community there. Uh, and you get all those calls recorded. But if that's something you're interested in, it's there. Check it out. You know, it's, it's totally, totally up to you, right? Uh, it's in the description as well as the, uh, the comment section. So it, it's there. And uh, I'm here for you guys. You know, I appreciate everyone taking the time out of their day, of their Sunday, of their rest day before they get into whatever tomorrow's going to be because we all got it. I really appreciate you. I hope that this was a value. Uh, I, you know, I'm only wanting to help. If you have questions, whether you're in the, the training or not, it doesn't matter. Please, uh, is it possible to connect with you for a one-on-one? -on -one? Uh, yes, sir. Um, I, Mike, I will reach out to you in the DMs, and um, and we'll just because I, I think I have it closed over here. I'll send you over um, a Calendly link. And we can have a conversation from there. Uh, Mike asked, yeah, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> Paul's got it. <laughs> yeah, Mike, I will absolutely get that over to you. Um, when we, when I get off of this, I'll, uh, I'll message you that right away so that you can take advantage of it. Let me see if I can get it. Uh, let me see if I can just pull it up. Bear with me for just one moment. I can just put it in, uh, put the link right here and uh, get you situated. Boom. All right, man, you got it now. So, you know, and that's where we are, guys. That's, that's where we are and that's what we do. Again, I want to thank you all for spending time here. I look forward for the opportunity to work with you. And again, you're in the group, you're in here. So, you know, let's, let's make it happen. Let's get you to success. I'm telling you, with the market that we're in and where we're going, this is a problem. I don't care where you are. And if you uh, need help doing these deals, you need a partner doing these deals, if you want to partner up on deals, right? You may have cash and you want to partner up. You may want to go out there and find the deals and you want to partner up because you don't have cash. Doesn't really matter to me. Let's, let's connect, let's link. Let me teach you how to do this in any way, shape or form uh, that you want to do it because there's so many different things that we can do. My man, Paul, he's out there in California. Uh, he's been on this whole thing and, and listen, you know, Paul's gonna, hey, we're gonna have a good time, Paul. That's, I, I, I don't wanna say too much more, but I can tell you it's gonna be fun working with you. And um, hey, let's go get it, guys. This is your man, Miles, and I really do appreciate you. I, I, I don't know what to say. Thank you for taking the time out of this day to spend this with me. I hope you got some value and I look forward to working with you again in the near future. Peace. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great, great Sunday evening.